It's the weekend. You can do anything you want. Volunteer at a homeless shelter. Work on a peace plan for the Middle East. Invent something truly useful like a machine that solves climate change while also picking up after your dog. But no, you've decided to spend your precious time on Earth listening to a bunch of white men talk over the top of each other. The world may be burning, but this is your me time. Welcome to Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. Yes, welcome to the Platinum Edition of Radio Chaser. My name is Dom Knight. So much coming up on the show. Uh, Channel 10's had such success with the Masked Singer. They're putting masks on a bunch of other things. At the Athletics Championship overseas, they rigged up a special camera that filmed athletes' asses and an incredibly high-tech water bottle that connects via Bluetooth. It's all coming up right here on Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. The Masked Singer has exploded, which means Channel 10's actually come up with a show people want to watch. I cannot believe it. Yeah, it has gone nuts. We are talking We're talking a whole bunch of, oh, let's be generous, C-graders who are wearing, wearing elaborate costumes. You can't see who they are. And mm. they're singing karaoke, oh, let's be generous, badly. And, uh, and then and they play off against each other. And one at a time, they decide who's going to be eliminated. Eventually, one person's eliminated. The whole time, this panel are guessing who is each masked singer. Mm. They reveal one person at the end of each show. And the best part what? of each show, by what? a mile, yeah. by a mile, is watching Lindsay Lohan acting like she knows who that person is. What's she <laughs> when doing they take in the, it? That need a mask for Lindsay Lohan. They could just sing and she go, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no idea who you are. Brett Lee, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. So they had Brett Lee. Who else did they have? Gail Colleen. Oh, Brett, my oh, God. Yeah. Those yeah. are household names. In, in a country of, you know, yeah. country of 25 yeah, billion people. In the people. year 2000, they were genuinely big celebrities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 19 yeah. years ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. So look, Channel 10 are absolutely stoked with this show. Even if you might pour a score on it, they're very, very happy because they actually have a hit on their hands. So much so that they've tried to come up with a spin-off already. Here's the uh, trailer. Coming soon to 10, the new show where you have to guess which celebrity is hiding under the mask. And then be disappointed because they're a useless redhead. The Masked Ginger. Reveal yourself, mystery robot. Ash me, Rupert Grint. Sorry, who? Ron Weasley from Harry Potter. Ah. It's the show with stars even more underwhelming than the ones in The Masked Singer. Who's wearing the burqa? Reveal yourself. I'm Pauline Hanson. Oh, God, put the burqa back on. Starring globally disappointing ranger Lindsay Lohan. Still here because I can't get a job in America. You won't believe how desperate the casting is. Take your mask off. No, that's my actual face. Wait, who, who are you? Charles Firth from Radio Chaser. Isn't this show meant to feature celebrities? Clearly there's been some mistake. But my viral video had 13 million views. The Masked Ginger, coming soon to 10. Rapidly followed by The Masked Finger. Take off your mask. Hi, I'm John Hopawati. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. The federal government has been caught out. Uh, They gave $1 million in drought relief uh, to a town in southwest Victoria called Moyne, right? Yep. Only okay. problem, just I mean, because we all want drought relief. Oh, of course, farmers. farmers are doing farmers, tough. Yeah. Only problem is this town is not suffering from drought at all. In fact, according to the local councillor there, it has plenty of rain. Lots of rain, rich soil, and dairy farmers are plentiful. We've had a good season. 
Yeah, so it's plan- worked for so well. <laughs> plan- yeah. And so he's actually saying we've got to give the $1 million back because we're just not suffering from a drought. This is not a, a town under drought. Anyway, the handover ceremony, because uh, the federal government still wants to go ahead with giving this $1 million dr- drought sort of uh, relief, uh, and the handover ceremony was pretty wild. We've got audio of it here. Mr Mayor. As Minister in charge of the drought, I hereby present you with $1 million in drought relief funding. Yeah, sorry, Minister, I can't hear you over the rain. What's it for? For the terrible drought you've got going on. Well, we don't have a drought. I can't hear you over the rain. Uh, we'd also like to give you your dry and barren shire 50,000 litres of sunscreen here to protect you from the harsh sun. Yeah, we don't need it. And here are 50,000 low-flow shower heads. So you can save every precious drop of water. Not if anything, our problem is too much water. And lastly, a hundred thousand umbrellas. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Oh, finally something useful. Non-waterproof ones are specially designed to shade you from the sun. Oh, God! Now, oh, the hundred uh, trucks of water I ordered have just arrived. Unload them here, guys. Yeah, we, we don't need more water. I'm drowning! Minister! Can we get some flood relief? Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Bit of alarming news for tea drinkers, like me. I'm a, I'm a bit of a limperist tea drinker. I love, I love a cup of tea. Uh, bad news, though. Scientists decided to test uh, cups of tea and discovered that they're full of plastic, like everything else, like everything that's now full of plastic. A cup of tea is now absolutely chock-a-block full of plastic. Uh, I don't, I don't want to, especially if it's made with certain types of tea bags, right? Now, I don't want to alarm you. It's not, it's not too much plastic, mm. right? It's, we're talking about like microplastic particles, really small. So is it and like just a few hundred pieces? Yeah, of like there's not that many. There's only they only found eleven point six billion particles in one cup. So it's, oh, it's okay. Well, that's a relief. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been like, you know, 12.6 billion, and that would have been really bad. But, uh, you know, some tea brands, they're, they're actually turning this into a positive. Take a listen. All tea lovers know the finest thing about a hot cuppa. Is it the soothing warmth? The delightful fragrance? No, it's the tiny plastic particles we ingest from the tea bag. Mmm, particles. Now indulge in the world's most plasticky range of teas, new from Plasticity. Start your day fresh with our English Breakplast, with 12 billion invigorating microplastics per bag. Mmm, plastic in my colon. On a lazy afternoon, our bergamot-infused microplastics really put the uh into your uh grey. Mmm, I need a doctor. And for an exotic treat, our Russian caravan tea is literally made out of a Winnebago. Mmm, tastes like grey nomad. An Earl grey nomad. So enjoy a fan plastic mug of plasticity today. What about the environment? Don't worry, there's so much plastic in our tea, you'll be shitting out a keep cup. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Now guys, camera angles in sport, right? They, 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 they're always desperate for new, interesting camera angles in sport, aren't they? It's, mm. it's the big, it's at the cutting edge of tech, basically, isn't it? What, what have we got, Charles? You watch sport. Hawkeye, that's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, and you've got um, the one on the um, spider cam. Spider, Spider cam, yeah. all this sort of stuff. Well, look, look, these camera guys have come up with the most extraordinary new camera angle. And this is happening at the World Athletics Championships right now in Doha, right? which is mostly sort of running races and athletics and things. They've put cameras on the starting blocks. 
So of the running race. Right? So they're on the ground, these cameras, <laughs> and they're right behind where the, where the athletes stand on their marks, get, set, go, right? And the athletes are, you know, squatting down, ready to race. And these, these starting block cameras are right there, just behind them. Now, uh, it's, it's fair to say that this has resulted in one or two complaints uh, from the athletes involved. Um, and Because the cameras promised initially to, quote, provide innovative angles. Um, <laughs> but in the end, what they did was just show the runners' asses. Um, so, look, it's a bit of an issue. And, uh, <laughs> and I've got to say, the cameraman in charge was reprimanded very severely. Take a listen. Come in. Madam CEO, I, I, I am so sorry. And so you should be. Look, none of us predicted there'd be any issues with those new starting block cameras. You didn't predict? Uh, no. You didn't predict that pointing a camera directly at a runner's ass would film a runner's ass. Well, I'm not Nostradamus. Do you know how a camera works? I do now. Uh, are, you, are you telling me you've been sitting at the starting block just... Filming asses. No, no. I also got very good shots of the runners' knobs at the finish line. Oh, I'm, I'm posting you to a different sport. Oh, which one? The NRL. They actually need someone like you to film the next WhatsApp video. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Welcome to the future. That's right. This is where we review really high-tech gadgets that, that, are, that are actually available now. And today we're going to review a piece of tech that, that you really need because it helps you with something really hard. Drinking water is not that hard, but seriously, as the day goes on, we always forget. <laughs> That's right. The scenario, the problem that we all have, we all know it. Oh, yeah. We forget to drink water. I would have the best intentions of drinking that full glass of water that I just set beside me as I work, but as the day ticks on, that water just doesn't seem to be going down. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's a Bluetooth-connected water bottle. It's got an app. It's called, it's called the Hydrate Spark. Um <laughs> But, but what, what does the Hydrate Spark do? It, nothing life-changing, surely. And this is where the Hydrate Spark water bottle comes in and changes your life. It actually completely changed mine. Yeah, okay. so, it changes your life by making you drink water. Yeah. Yeah. It would change your life if you were dying of thirst. Yeah, if you had no thirst reflex to tell you you wanted some water. Yeah, no, no, yeah, because people in America don't have thirst reflexes anymore. Oh. It's, it's actually just the Bluetooth sort of thing. Yeah. So, so how does it? How does it actually work? Remember that problem of not drinking the water that you've placed right beside you for the day? <laughs> Solved. And no, not just by notifications on your phone, which it does that too, and funny ones, I might add. Funny yeah. ones. Oh, so so no. funny. There's funny notifications. So the only one that they give the example of is. The notification says, to drink or not to drink? That is the question. Oh, sorry, this only works if you've already remembered to pour yourself a glass of water and placed it beside you. Like yeah, you've yeah. got to get that far in the remembering. <laughs> in, and then in, it will do a, the bit to remember to put it inside your mouth. In a $70 bottle of water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A $70 bottle. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you would remember. Yeah. Like, imagine if you spent 70 bucks, you'd be drinking that bloody water all day, every day, to get the value. Anyway, I just want to find out why what the, what the thinking is behind having funny notifications. You know, because if things are funny or cute when they're reminding you about water intake, you actually enjoy seeing them and take action. 
Yeah, this is very funny, Charles. It's working. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so but it's not just if you're if you're buying the seventy dollar bottle, it's not just about the mobile phone notifications, right? right? This and this is what makes it special. This bottle gives you a visual reminder to quench your thirst with a beautiful glow. Yeah. Okay. So, what does that mean? So it glow, it, it, there's actually got LED lights inside. The I don't bottle. think I don't think water is supposed to glow. <laughs> We've all seen yeah. Chernobyl. I think it would be less appetising, actually. Like my glowing... Well, excuse me, I'll just take a mm. sip of my glowing water. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, but the other reason why it's really important to, to have it in a Bluetooth app, right, mm. is because it allows your water drinking to be more competitive. Add friends that have the hydrate bottle to compete with. <laughs> Gamification what? of Sorry. water drinking. What? So you could, so it's like, oh, look, Charles, look at my water, my glowing water. I drink more glowing water than you with more funny notifications. That's right. You is, can that, actually... is that what our relationship becomes? Yeah, so you see, you can see what your friends are drinking and then you drink more and then it's like a drink sport. I think you've just described a friendship group that's even lamer than my <laughs> high school friendship. <laughs> a drink, drink sport, Charles, or it's, they're also known water sports. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, 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 just show of hands here, who... Who actually thinks that this is a, a very useful product? Like who? Yeah, I mean, it is radio, Charles. Should we do a different method? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, round the table, who who thinks this is a useful idea? Well, look, I, I, the problem I can see with it is if you switch your notifications off, then you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. So, guys, did you watch The Masked Singer last night? Well, look, I haven't been able to, to bring myself, because I've read the headlines, Zoe, uh-huh. about you know who's been revealed in the past, uh-huh. and that has driven me so far away from a television. I've actually thrown my television out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard sell for me to spend, what, half an hour, an hour, when the big reveal is, oh, it's Nikki Webster. <laughs> well, yeah, well, but like, you're statistically the only people in the country, I think, who, who didn't watch it. Like, mm. o- um, over a million mm. people have watched every episode. It's amazing, is, isn't which it? Which in this day and age is, is quite incredible. It's like three million in 90s figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. But, you know, I mean, it has been such a massive hit for Channel 10. They've decided to sort of augment their entire lineup. If you love The Masked Singer, you'll love Channel 10's new lineup. First up, The Masked Bachelor. Um, robot, I really like you and everything, but I'd be more comfortable if I could see your face or, I don't know, some ID. No! And to prove your feelings, we're going to jump out of this plane. Ow! Yeah, uh, we were just sitting on the couch. Well, I can't see bugger all in this mask. Masked Masterchef. Mm, but this is rather more eggshell than I would normally ingest. Mm, but given you are in a cumbersome alien costume with limited size and use of hands, mm. seven out of ten. Matt Preston, didn't you quit? I'm not Matt Preston, I am the octopus. Masked the news. And firefighters say they now have the blaze under control. Giant prawn, ten news. Masked neighbours. One day I'm going to figure out who the mysterious man is behind this toad mask. It's it's me, it's Toad. Masked Studio 10. And today we reveal who is behind the weasel mask. Oh, sorry, wait, that's just Joe Hildebrand. Channel 10's new masks lineup. To make it even maskier, we've superimposed a giant parrot mask over every single program. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. 
Is this school holidays? Your kids in? Yes, but he's just turned your, your computer to ask Jeeves. So. No, yeah, because he's he's my son is in here, and um, and I just tried to look something up on the web. Actually, it was who won the AFL Grand Final. And uh, it's got Ask Jeeves. <laughs> so I have no idea who won the AFL. Oh, Jeeves has been asleep for years. No one's asked him anything in a very long time. <laughs> it is craptacular in its inaccuracy. <laughs> I can't believe it still it still exists. I, I mean, he's, has he risen from the dead, Jeeves, has he, to, to, to answer your questions? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, speak, I can answer you, though, Charles, about the grand final. I can tell you who won. It was Richmond. Richmond won the grand final. If you weren't paying attention. Poor GWS. And, uh, and let me tell you, Koshy's not happy. Oh, Koshy is very, very angry. He's so, he's so angry. All his hair's fallen out. He's so furious. <laughs> he's, he's actually complained to AFL bosses, this is true, about the AFL grand final last weekend being biased. Now, I don't know if you mm. noticed, but it's not just Koshy. Quite a few people have pointed out mm. that in the MCG, every single time the Tigers scored a goal, mm. they played a sound effect of a Tiger right. going, going raw. Right? Yeah. But, when, you know, but the GWS Giants, they didn't get sound effects. So, I, you know, Koshy's pointed out, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't think you're supposed to do that in a final, he said. It's not a Richmond home is game. That, is that the one reason why GWS lost by what I think was a record <laughs> margin? It explains everything, Dommy. Like, <laughs> it, it's the Tiger Roars. Uh, we've got them to blame for that we are not right now singing the GWS theme song here in unison. So, look, it's a, it's a catastrophe. And, and I'm glad to say an impartial official has actually hauled the boss of the AFL into his office to demand some fairness. Uh, you wanted to see me? Indeed I did, Mr Melbourne-based biased boss of the AFL. There's been absolute outrage about the grand final, in particular over an animal. Uh, I think you've mixed us up with the NRL. I'm not referring to dogs. I'm referring to tigers. You played this sound effect... ...every time the tigers scored a goal. Oh, I'm so sorry. Would you prefer the tiger roaring more loudly next time? No. What about a tiger singing the Richmond theme tune like this? Oh, we're from Tigerland. A fighting fury, we're from Tigerland. Roar in any weather you... No, 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 no tiger sounds. It made the game biased. Against who? Against the team who don't have a tiger in their name, you f***head. Nonsense. Listen. That tiger did not endorse any specific team during the course of that roar. He was a neutral tiger, was he? Yes. If anything, the tiger had the hallmarks of a GWS fan. Rare hiding in camouflage, and not very good at football. Look, why didn't you play any sound effects for the GWS Giants? I would have, but they didn't score any goals. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Charles and Andrew, um, you're always pointing out that uh, I have no friends, which is which has been true at various points in my life, but there was always someone who I could rely on when I just wanted to hear the sound of another human being. Just, just wanted to reach out and talk to somebody. There was always the speaking clock <laughs> on 1194. Oh. I could ring and, you know, not only would I would I hear the voice of a friend, but I get to know what the accurate time was to the very second. Oh, dummy. But, but unfortunately, that is no more. As of uh, the 1st of October at midnight, oh. it got switched off. Telstra says uh, no one needs it anymore. It's uh, Even though they've had millions of calls in the past year from people who apparently can't Figure out how to get the time, or are lonely like me. And yeah. uh, and did they know about you? Like, did they say, "Oh, wait a minute, Dom Knight's still calling"? Oh, well, who cares about him? <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, I can't that's... imagine they'd make a decision based on me. <laughs> well, that's no, that's probably why the clock guy quit. You <laughs> realised you were ringing. It's like, I don't want him on the other end. It is quite possible. Look, but the thing is, it's an emotional thing for me. It's an emotional thing for, for other people too. And so, I think it's only fitting that we here at Radio Chaser pay tribute. 
to the spoken clock. Radio Chaser presents In Memoriam, the Telstra speaking clock. For decades, he was the friend you'd call when you wanted to know the time, set a clock or watch, or felt like a monotonous one-sided conversation constantly interrupted by beeps. Mr. 1194 was there for us at the most memorable times of our lives. He was there for us at 4.47 and 30 seconds. It will be 4.47 and 30 seconds. He was there for us at 5.17 and 40 seconds. It will be 5.17 and 40 seconds. And where a lesser timepiece might have abandoned us at the dark hour of 6.23. 6.23, precisely. He stood by steadfast until it reached 6.23 and 10 seconds. And 10 seconds. At midnight on the 30th of September... Telstra brutally disconnected him for no reason besides the fact that in today's high-tech world there was no point whatsoever. Oh, look, sod off, clock. I'm trying to pay my respects to you. <clears throat> Mr. 1194 will be mourned by all Australians who need to know the time but don't have a phone, tablet, computer, television, car, microwave, dishwasher, air conditioner, station platform, town hall or sundial. Petrol prices are soaring. I filled up this morning. A dollar seventy nine. It cost me. Wow, um, pretty well. I reckon we could find higher, don't you think? But uh, I'll tell you what. Um, you know, the the government has actually rolled out a bit of an advertising campaign to sort of say, well, you know, petrol prices are high, but there is an alternative. Sick of petrol costing a dollar seventy nine. God, yes. Why not catch a bus? A what? Buses are great. They give you the perfect excuse to be late. Hi, sorry, I I caught the bus. Fair enough. Buses allow you to see the city in intimate detail. Oh, we're stopping here too. Oh, this street looks so different at this bus stop compared to the one 300 metres ago. And best of all, public buses are legally required to let you ride in them, no matter what. Uh, I haven't washed in a week. Welcome aboard the 470. Squeeze on. (laughs) (sighs) That moist, clammy bus feel. I wish I could bottle it. Pump seven. That'll be $906. Oh, well, at least I don't have to catch the bus. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. If you're looking for a restaurant, guys, well, the answer has presented itself today with the amazing announcement from Coles that they are going to open up, they're actually actually going to turn quite a few of their supermarkets into these special places that are like part grocery, part restaurant. Now, Zoe, when you combine a, gr- a grocery and a restaurant, what do you think that's called? I don't want to know. What? No, well, I'll give you the answer. According to the official Coles spokesman, I kid you not, I kid you not, the official Coles spokesperson is calling it a groceront. <laughs> no, they're, no, they're not. They're no, not. they're not. They are, no, they, Andrew, I'm afraid so. stop telling lies on the radio. Fake like, news. It's, it's in the news. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, Coles. sorry. So, a groceront. Yeah. yeah, they're opening groceronts for you to eat in. Um, <laughs> sounds good. What, is the, what does the health inspector say when they come past? 
It's grocer like, Yep, it is a grocer rod. That's <laughs> correct. Five star, five star grocer <laughs> Um Look, I, I, to be honest, I think it sounds like a lovely idea. Take a listen. Guess what, darling? I'm taking you out for a romantic dinner. Oh, where to? Catalina? Aria? Oh, don't tell me you're taking me to Key. No, no, somewhere really special. You and I are dining at Coles. Price check on Chuck's wives, count of six. Price check on Chuck Swipes. Gee, this is lovely. You like it? I asked for a table with a view. Yeah, yeah, I see. It's a view of the cleaning product aisle. Good evening, Madame Monsieur. Welcome to Coles. Oh, God. Would you like a drink to start? Uh, yes, yes. We'll, we'll order a litre of milk, please. It's a special night, so make it the A2. Bon, and would you like to eat today's specials, the Red Spot specials, to be exact? Uh, no, thanks. We'll just order. I'll have the, um, Coles... Brand frozen lasagna, I guess. Oh, très bien. Uh, monsieur? Ooh, oh, I can't go past a Campbell's tinned soup, a packet of Tim Tams, and as a side dish... Oh, one of those one of those plastic bags of salad leaves that are always a bit soggy. Magnifique. Clean up in highway, code yellow, that's kids' piss. So, darling, what do you think so far? There better be some f***ing collectibles at the end of this. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Oh.